I mean, look at Patrick Mahomes, man. Like that guy is ridiculous. The GOAT retired. to need him to be 100% and to feel like my head coach is supposed to be behind me 100%. As a fan, obviously you don't want to lose. Yeah, I don't think people really give UFC fighters a lot of credit for cutting weight and going out there to put on a fight. I've been looking on Facebook and Instagram, and I've been seeing a lot of pictures of this gentleman. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. Special guest today, Jared. Jared, appreciate you coming on, bro. Yeah, I appreciate being on here, man. I appreciate the invite, for real. Yes, sir. NBA news. A lot of these coaches, right? We got Monty Williams, Doc Rivers, uh, Mike Budenholzer, like just had great success, made it to the finals, made it deep in the playoffs, have a good coaching career. And then these these owners are just like sending them off, shipping them off. Yeah. What, what do you think the, the biggest cause for these actions is? Um, let's first talk about... The, the just the, the fire that these owners are just putting underneath their their head coaches now. Uh, I think everyone's trying to get their winning like start their dynasty in like a two three year window. So I feel like let's say for Tyron Lue, instant when he first became the head coach of the Clippers, took him to the Western Conference, boom. Yep. So that just became your once you once you get to that point at, on your first try, it should becomes your standard. Right. So when you start losing in your second rounds, your your first rounds is like, all right, wait, that's not the same dude I seen win win us a, a, to the Western Conference. So it's a it has a lot to do with just that window. That that window is important. Right. Um. Monty Williams, a guy who kind of went backwards, right? 2021, he goes to the finals. They lose. 2022, they go to the conference finals. They get wiped out in game seven to, against the Mavericks. And then yeah. this past year, he goes to game seven against the Nuggets. How do you think all that kind of goes into play? It, I, my, my thing is, though, when it comes specifically to Monty, Monty has a record where... You can even look when Monty first came in the league. First came in the league, Charlotte, when they were the, the Hornets, the New Orleans Hornets, him and CP3, him, J.R. Smith, David West, those boys were going at it. Mm-hmm. They were, CP3 was looking like a, was really looking like an MVP as a point guard. Yep. But they kept having lapses in the, in the playoffs and they just couldn't get over that hump. And when I, when I found out that when the first time Monty was coming to the Phoenix Suns and CP was coming the year later, I was like oh like oh there comes this again all right so let's let's all expect for for a second rounder right let's get them out of the second round yeah but it, it you look at the team like monty has pieces and i just feel like it it just wasn't it wasn't right it just wasn't right at the right time Right. Yeah, yeah. On the issue with with Aiden, him and Aiden were were not seeing eye to eye, so that's that's a big key because we got Aiden guarding Giannis. Like, you kind of need him to be a hundred percent and to feel like my head coach is supposed to be behind me a hundred percent. Yeah, it wasn't that for him. 
And so it's, it's iffy. And these guys have like talented rosters, right? Like Budenholzer had Giannis. You just mentioned Humani had. How much of the talent comes into play with these firings? It it's a it's a 50-50, it's 50-50, bro. Cause it, you got like Jason Kidd and Luka Dantich. You got that 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 unit right there, and it's like, bro, it, it looks so dominant and it looks so good, but it just doesn't work out because of the pieces that are around said star. Sometimes it's said star, sometimes it's the pieces. When you go, you even go back to Steve Nash and the Brooklyn Nets, right. bro. All them pieces, but coaching means a lot. When you have we have three headstrong players and three players that think they can possibly run a team, run the offense by themselves, it's kind of like you need it. You need someone to be like, "Hey, bro, no, don't worry about anything. Head coaching, I got it. Right, just be the player. Like it's it's a fifty fifty street, bro. You have to you have to be able to. The head coach gives you the game plan. But the players have to execute, right? Like 50-50. for me, I don't, I don't know if it's fifty-fifty, Kyle. I'll get to to you in a sec, but like it seems like everybody we've named, they've kind of thrown it back on the coach. And and I, like Giannis, he's a great player. He might be the best player on the planet. But and I understand the injury, but you can't lose four-one in the first round as a one seed. It's just like. Talk about it. I understand your, your point with the 50-50, but me, it's like it's kind of like 90-20. Like, why are we po- why are we pointing the finger at Steve Nash? Why are we pointing the finger like at some point we gotta put some blame on the players? I mean, yeah. you have Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. That is an all-star lineup. Yeah. Right? Like why, right? Like why are we pointing fingers at the coach? Ty Lu. Can you blame Ty Lu for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George who hell, I don't know the last time either of those guys finished an entire season. Hey, you know how I feel? I'm a Clipper fan. My hands are in the air. Right. It's just it makes no sense. Like, like I said, even Giannis, as great as he is, why are we blaming the coach? Where was Chris Middleton in that series? Did not Chris Milton did disappear. Uh-huh. They, 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 they do a nice disappearing act. It's, bro, it's, there's moments like that, and then there's moments where you look, and it's like, let's take the Warriors, for for example. No adjustments at all during mm-hmm. this Lakers series. I'm going to be honest. Not a single adjustment from Steve Kerr in that Lakers series. That's more so a coaching fault than right. it is I, than the players. Because, bro, you got Steph Curry getting guarded by Anthony Davis. Like, and and 6'9", Jared Vanderbilt, 7-foot wingspan. Like, bro, dog, like, come on. You got to get some type of adjustment somewhere for them to fight back. Like, it's moments like that, that that come up, but it's not always where I do agree from you. I do agree with you. Yeah. Kyle, how do you feel? Because I know you're pretty strong on back-to-back game seven exits being blown out of the water for the Phoenix Suns. How much blame blame do you put on the players versus the coaches? 
Um, I agree with, uh, I wouldn't say it's 50, 50 or 90, 10. I would say it's 70% players, 30% coach. Cause the players are the one playing the playing the game. And it's the coach's fault for not getting them ready and having a good game plan. Like you just said, you have two game sevens back to back in your building and you mm-hmm. get blown out, bro. Both times, like something has to change. What's the problem here? So my question for Jared was these coaches that coach these all-star teams, they have success early on, but Mm. after that, they're fired after two to three years. Why is that? Like, I mean, Monty Williams is a prime example, but why are they fired so, so fast? Yeah, like like like, Nick Nurse as well, just... Bro, even Nick Nurse, bro, great, great coach. And, bro, it's that window. It's like if you can't get it to where we want it in that three- to four-year window, bro, it's not like coaches and owners are just ready to go off. Cause I guess got, so. Because then you got your executives is looking shaky. Everyone's point, trying to point fingers. And it's like, all right, maybe it's not my my star players. I got five of them. Like, and let's say for, for Phoenix point again, you got four, you got four all-star players. Like, what, what, like, there's only, there's only one logical move to, to the, to the regular fan mind. Like, all right, let's, all right, Monty gotta be in. It gotta be Monty. But it's my, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't add up, bro. Doesn't there's more to up. it. There's more to it. It's not just the head coach's fault. There's, bro, the Phoenix Suns, man, you have a hell of a lineup. That team could win the finals. Just, I, it, you can't blame it on the coach, bro. Players have to be getting some heat from this. I and just, then, the matchups, bro. Right. The matchups were just in their in their favor, bro. Like I can't I can't I can't put it enough. Like it was in their favor, bro. Like I'm sorry. You put KCP on, on Devin Booker one more time. He's gonna keep like I don't know what was I don't know what went wrong. I just for me, these are all great teams, right? It's not like we're talking about the bottom dumpster fire teams, right? We're talking about the Phoenix Suns. That's a good team. Talking about the Clippers, good team. Talking about the Bucks, the Raptors, the Sixers. Celtics, Celtics coaching situation was different. They, they, they lost their. They lost where I thought who I thought was the the second best coach in the, in the Eastern Conference right. at the time. I think Ime Ime was that was mm-hmm. that nail. He was that person. Hey, if Jalen, if you think Jalen Brown's going to dribble that much with an Ime Udoka on the sideline, right. no, Ime's going to sit, sit, sit down, sit down. Right. <laughs> but for me, like like these are great coaches that are being excused. It's not like it's not like and and then look some of them are you know we go from a doc to a nurse in Philly, mm-hmm. so some some of these guys are getting second chances. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who do you think? Who do you think has the most to prove in their second run? That was crazy. Honestly, that was crazy. That was right on time. Um, <laughs> so, honestly. Yo, I don't like uh, like I don't want to put it out there like like I'm a, like I'm a Clipper fan, real hater. Even though we, Doc, we do got some issues, but yo, Doc gotta prove something, bro. Like if the allegations against him is crazy. <laughs> yo, like he's so, like he's literally one of the like 
worst second rounder head coaches I've ever watched. He, the man doesn't make adjustments. Like, I don't know who has to be the person next to him or the person in front of him, whoever it is. Someone needs to tell Doc, make some adjustments. That's all Doc needed to do. Doc me up 2 1, 3 1. And just oh, yeah. it fails, bro. Mm-hmm. But my my person, I was I can't wait to watch what Nick Nurse does. Me personally, because I seen what Nick Nurse did for the Raptors and how he how that that offense became a little more more fluent. And the defense, the defense is always is always good with a Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is he's gonna make sure his teams always play defense. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be something to see, honestly. And, and Nick Nurse is a guy. One one when Kawhi went there, he he's. I mean, he, he's he's a good coach for even when the team's not great. Yeah. And now he's getting a way better team than he had in Toronto. I think this team, this Philly team, depending on what James Harden does, obviously, you know, this is all in the news. But I, th- I, th- I think they can run it back because I think this team, if all these pieces stay together, will be better than the 2019 Toronto team that won the NBA championship. And it, and when you say that, I I so I can see it right. because you have look, Sixers got length. Sixers, right. The Sixers have the the what it takes to be a championship team. You want three point shooting, they can shoot. You want you want athleticism, they got some of that. You want rebounding, they got some of that. Some defensive paint presence, you got Joel Embiid. Like they just need a engine. They need a coach to come to to look at them in the eye and say, "Yo, do you really want?" This right, mm-hmm. and every I feel like yo Mike Malone is the blueprint for coaches right now. He because how the way he barks at these guys like they're losing three all in a game. Like every game is game seven in these guys, and I think Nurse Nurse has that. He has that itch. He has that addiction. Right, just winning. And I feel like he can he can put the metal, he can put the battery to the to the backs mm-hmm. of and be a James Harden to see the vision. That's what I believe. So you said earlier about the the two to three year window. Mm-hmm. When did you when do you think that that whole mindset started in the NBA? Honestly, bro, it. It, it started when, when as soon as the big that that big three in 0809, them sub Boston Celtics when KG Ray Ray and Paul came together. Do you think that's when it that, started? I feel I feel like that's that was the that was the point. Mm-hmm. That was the the stamp. Right. When it, when it took when it took the movement, like when everyone said, "All right, yeah, nah, we gotta do this in a, in a two three year window." I think it was that Miami Heat team. I think it was that the 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 Heatles that that made sure really? I, yeah. Cause it took they lost their first year, but they made it to the finals. Uh-huh. So where Eric Spolstro, you look at you look at that, and you're like, all right, so this should be the blueprint for, for the rest for the for the years to come. Spo did not let up. Spo went back to the finals. Right. In in that three three year run. I don't know. Well, that three I, to four year run. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like this is a very recent cultural shift in the NBA where they've been giving mm. these guys two or three chances. And my my point, and, and I know I might sound crazy, but I, I, I think this is another LeBron effect yeah. because it's like, okay, LeBron's obviously on the downfall of his career. 
Mm-hmm. But a lot of guys in the East are firing their coaches. And in my opinion, now, look, again, you might call me crazy, but it's LeBron's not in the East. LeBron's not dominating the East. And I think we can all agree that there's a, a, a less than a handful of good teams in the Eastern Conference because outside of yeah. Milwaukee, Boston and Philly, those are the three big powerhouses in the East. Yeah. And e- even though the Heat made the finals and, and all yeah, of that. And, and, sorry, right? Miami. But, 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 from four, but from four down, <laughs> from four down, it's really anybody's game in the East. So I, I think it's like, damn, LeBron's not even here. Why are you not getting the job done? No. So, so I, I think it's a very I think it's since LeBron left and even in the West, right? You you can point fingers at Ty Lue. You can point fingers at um Monty B because LeBron's a seven seed. LeBron's not here. LeBron's not dominating like he used to dominate. Why are you not getting the job done? That's how I feel. And and Kyle, you can jump in when you want. I was I was gonna say, Kyle, Kyle, what you know, what 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 are your thoughts on this? Because I don't know. I just feel like LeBron has always been at the top. And now they're like, damn, Le- LeBron's not here. What's your excuse? Just a just a quick, like, quick, quick little joy. My my um, you know Malcolm. Yep. Me and Malcolm Brown. I told him in the like, I told him once I seen Giannis get knocked out, I said, this should be a Boston Celtic. Final like, right parade. Start the parade in Boston. Start the parade in Boston. Like literally, this should have been over, bro. Right. <laughs> I'm being honest with you, and I see a tweet today. Um, said, "Oh, y'all, y'all think Boston would have made this series even better?" I'm like, "This this series is going to six or seven with Boston in this, mm-hmm. and you're not just gonna get routed the entire time by by Jamal Murray and, and Nikola Jokic. Granted, they're great, great." But you know, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Miami! Like they're getting punched on, like, <laughs> like they're getting dogged on. Yep. <laughs> no, Matt, you're you're right because in the East, bro, it's really just those four or five teams that are powerhouses. <laughs> But with Miami, it's a different story. You have your superstar and everybody else, anybody could step up at any given time right. and just go crazy. And that team it's run me- that team runs deep. It, it yeah. does. They have a deep lineup. I mean, for the Eastern Conference Finals, it was Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin was going crazy all series. Yep. If Caleb Martin has a bad game, Gabe Vincent comes in and does the same thing. If he has a bad game, then you go to that bum-ass Duncan Robinson. Then he goes crazy. And then like, don't forget Big big Struth, Max Struth. Oh. Hit or that. miss. Hit or miss, so, baby. Hit or miss, so, Max Struth. You already know. You either get in 20 or nothing from him. <laughs> I know, man. My my underdog picks are, are screaming at me for picking over on Max Truce. But for these East teams, dude, they have no excuse. When the Bucks lost, I was thinking the same thing, bro. Get the parade started in Boston. Like, why can't these East teams, bro? Yo, Daddy ain't there anymore. LeBron's not in the East. <laughs> 
why can't there, they? There is the, the 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 playing field is level, right? There there was always a mountain to cross. LeBron, LeBron right it, it was literally like every year, man. It it didn't matter if LeBron had a one seed, two seed. It didn't matter what number seed Bro, he was. He was going to make damage. He was because he was always here. He was always <laughs> finishing. He was always finishing on top. <laughs> And now, I, look, I know it's a crazy theory, but I think these these owners are like, all right, we have no excuse. All of these teams, right? We just talked. Philly, Boston, Milwaukee. Like, if I'm, if we being real, like, this is just nasty word. LeBron was just running through this East. Uh, when you really look at, like, he had a stronghold on this East. Right. He did, bro. Or, uh, what was it? 2018, bro. I think the Raptors were the one seed, and he took him out and he so swept, LeBron him. swept him. LeBron swept them. Swept them. Y'all remember? He, sw- he hit the game winner oh, on the them. Glass. Oh, the glass. <laughs> bro, like, I don't get it, dude. These East teams, what's the problem? Like, if I'm the GM or I'm the coach, I'm like, bro, the king is not here anymore. This, this, this is, is shit. It's up for grabs. Like, <laughs> like we lock in, we go into the finals, man. We go in all the way. Right. But the, the Celtics, they just, they, they fumbled. The Bucks fumbled. The 76ers been fumbling. Like, what is the problem like, over there? Yo, after like, yo, Celtics fumbled once I seen the Ima Yudoka will be suspended. I knew they fumbled from the moment I seen that on Twitter. I said, yo, they can't do nothing without Ime, yo. Like, Missoula is a good coach, bro, but he he doesn't, he's not someone who's gonna tell their star, hey, I need you to stop doing that shit. Like, I need you to stop doing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like he's not one of those. He's someone that's like, all right, guys, keep playing, keep playing the game, keep taking shots. Gonna, gonna, they're gonna fall. They're gonna fall at some point. No, you got Jimmy Butler and these dogs just being annoying. And it, it wasn't even what the fact that they played good defense. It was the fact that it was annoying. Like you can just see it on Jalen Tatum's face. He's annoyed getting guarded by by Kyle mm. Lowry, one join, run random play, Caleb yep. Martin. <laughs> Here, pick the ball out. It's gone. Like they're just annoying, bro. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I just think you know one guy because with LeBron, it didn't matter who his coach was. I mean, David. I, it could have been David Black. Right, David Black was there. So LeBron, but now we're seeing players. I feel like we have totally changed the way basketball is played. Where it doesn't matter who your best players are, if they can't get along. You ain't going nowhere. Thanks. Like, we saw what happened in Brooklyn. We have Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. Now, if you're a Nets fan, you hear that news. I mean, can that dream get any bigger? Dogs. That's a documentary. That's a, right. I don't want that as a 30 for 30. I want that as a Netflix two-hour series. Right. Why aren't you winning? <laughs> but again, a 10 episode, bro. 10 episodes. Exactly. Like a last dance type thing. Why did this team not have success? But it, 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 you have to have good chemistry. But now I want to move into guys like Eric Spolstra, guys like Steve Kerr. Why do these guys continuously get chances even in years that they don't succeed. I I think at that point it's just it's home, you know? Like Pat Pat Riley doesn't he don't want a new coach. Like let's be real. Okay. He loves he loves Spo. 
He loves Spo because yeah. Spo embodies what Pac wants. Well, well, Spo, Spo's been there for a long time. Well, dude. remember he he used to he used to be the tape guy. He used to run do, run the tapes and the uh, for highlights and tape room. And if you recall, <clears throat> I believe it, this was in 2011. In the finals, LeBron James went to Pat Riley and said, "Hey, you you, you better get this guy out of here. Like this guy can't coach." And, mm-hmm. and Pat Riley told him to shut the blank up and never say that shit to him again. He said, stop that. <laughs> he, he said, stop that right now. This guy's a great freaking coach. And here he is. In 20, here he is in 2023, still proving everybody wrong. Steve Kerr. Kyle, we had a previous conversation about this. Uh, Jared, I want to get your thoughts. So mm-hmm. um, I believe it was Mark Jackson who coached that team. Yeah, he was the first. He was, he was the when, first. When Kerr, he was when Baby Kerr, Baby Clay came. Right. So Kerr kind of just like slid in there and you kind of just took over. But nonetheless, Kerr was still very successful. Yeah. Why have these guys been fairly successful and kept their jobs compared to the field? It's like... Hmm. Dang, it's like, yo, like... For that, when it comes to like that specific like situation, it's like, bro, you got Mark Jackson who's been here nurturing, still still having lose, but still having like losing seasons with the Warriors where he's still coaching them. Right. So it's so it's more so he's he's more so developing the stars. Okay. He's crafting the stars. Like he's giving the uh, Steph Curry the opportunity to have the ball in his hands at any moment. Right. Giving the opportunity to get give Clay the ball. He's the first person to tell Draymond, hey, go ahead and lead the offense. Like and you have to lose in order, you have to lose some season, bro. Yep. Gotta lose some, you gotta lose some to learn. I feel like at the at that moment, Kurt came and was like, All right, y'all, y'all ready to win championships? Cause here's here's what we're gonna do to elevate. Yeah. Kurt just laid out a blueprint. And when you when you're a coach that first let's let's look at Kurt's before he even came to Warriors. Pop. He was under pop. Under, he played for Phil Jackson. Two, two, two head coaches that I highly admire already. They, they've like, got to be one, top one two. and two, top two. Like literally. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's not many more names you can get more literally. experience from. So, bro, when you come, when you come prepared like that. <laughs> I feel like it's different because you have so much knowledge. You have a lot. Like you already watched the game plan. You're 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 sitting there next to Greg Popovich, watching how he does things, how he how he game plans from even just from the mornings, from the practices and stuff. It's that it's that experience, bro. Right. I think it's I think it's one of those, bro. I'm always one to think that role players in the NBA have always turned out to be better coaches. Facts, Kyle. What do you what do you what do you think about that statement? Um, I, I like that statement. Steve Kerr is a prime example. He was the new John Paxson. That's a good, uh, honestly, c- c- comparison. You just go in there, dude, and get open your shots. Know your role. Know your role. When you have a guy like in Steve Kerr that is coaching, he could tell those role guys, hey, listen, man, I know you want the ball in your hands. I know you want to do this and do that. But if you do your role and everybody else does their role, we're going to win a lot of basketball games and get a championship. Mm-hmm. And, and I liked how Jared, you brought up that these guys like Spoke 
and Steve. Yeah, like they've been there a long time. And Spo, he hasn't won a championship in a while. But that's home. Like, I feel like it's different for these guys that have been with that team for so long. Spo, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it's kind of obvious he's probably going to retire with the Heat. He's been there for so long. And Steve, he just has so much knowledge on the game. He's played with the two greatest coaches ever. His knowledge on the game is through the roof, dude. It's through the roof. So he could sit down with those players. Even, I mean, look at 2016 when they were down 3-1 against the Thunder. Steve probably kept his cool and was like, listen, man, like, I know what we need to do. Here's the adjustments we need to make. Change the, the scheme a little bit, and then let's go out there and win three straight. <laughs> like, his knowledge on the game is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Big fact, so no, I, I I agree. Uh, you can even throw Mike Malone in that uh, situation. Mike, Mike Malone, right now driving. Right. I love Mike. But but Jared, I, I what you said earlier about it takes losing seasons. It's just these other guys, man. Like Monty didn't have a losing season, right? Doc didn't have a losing season. So these guys don't get the get the time for that, which is which is why I think, you know, you said it happened in 0809. I think it happened a few years ago, like 20. I'm talking 2019, 2020 is when that era of. All right. We're only going to give you one or two years, maybe three. If you don't, so, do- so, so right? you think is so you think it's that it's that Toronto that Toronto championship really just made like hey, yeah it's like hey if they can win it <laughs> like why why can't you I see I I understand that and I see that because then you had everyone trying to get wing now teams yep from that moment forward you had you had Clippers going all in Lakers went all in you had the next next went all in. Like everyone went all in from that point and just stopped up on superstars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel because I because you know why? Because look, 2019, who won it? Toronto, Nick Nurse. Mm-hmm. 2020, Lakers with Frank Vogel. 2021, Bucks with Budenholzer. 2022 with Steve Kerr. Three out of four of those coaches are not with their team anymore. Yeah. Kyle, why 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 do you think that is? I mean, these guys just won championships. Why are they not still with their same team? With Monty, I don't know if this has something to do with it, but they just got a new GM, correct? They got a new GM. They did get a new GM. Yeah, that whole franchise. So I think with Monty, it's a little different. That new GM is just, dude, his first day he went and got Durant. Right. So he's probably automatically thinking, he's like, bro, we have Durant, Booker, CP3, and DeAndre. Like, if we don't win the championship, I'm blaming all this on Monty. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> but but, but I'm, I'm talking about the guys I just listed. Nurse, Frank Vogel, and Budenholzer in Milwaukee. They just won early on. I mean, I don't know how long Mike was there, but they they won early on. Yeah. And if they don't keep up that track of constantly going to the Eastern or Western Conference Finals, even making a finals appearance, they just think it's just kind of a waste. They're like, uh, yeah. Okay. So you, you, you think you, you, you won early on. Why can't you just keep doing that? Like, we want to be very like, interesting. So you think they set the bar way too high, way too yeah, early. Yes. Whereas yes. guys like Spolstra, Malone and Kerr did the complete opposite. They didn't set the bars too high for themselves because Kerr, if I'm not mistaken, 20, Jared, you probably have this 2012, 2013, he came into Golden State. 
believe the year what was the years the the Clippers lost to um, Grizzlies? I think that's 2013-14. Right. So that's when Kerr that, came I think, in. Yeah. So let's say it comes in 2013. He gives himself a two-year window before they win the finals. Mm-hmm. Right? Whereas Frank Vogel, like what, a year? He won it in his first year. Yeah, he did win his first year. Right. Won his first year. That's the bubble. Right. Uh, I don't know how long Nick Nurse was there. I'd have to do. I'm not, I think I'm Nick not, Nurse, he was he was just he was newly hired because Dwayne yeah. Casey got fired. Right. After his, you know, even with, Dwayne Casey. Uh-huh. Dang. Yep. <laughs> Dwayne Casey has had winning winning seasons, bro. Yep. Yep. That, I, I think <laughs> it is, GMs don't look at like the records or a winning season or even making the playoffs. They're just looking at the finals. Yeah. It's so I had this discussion in class. There's steps to it. You can't just throw all these superstars together and have a new head coach and go from barely making the playoffs to winning a finals. There's steps to it. Yeah. An example, look at the Nets. You have KD, James Harden, Kyrie. Bro, number one, they couldn't stay on the floor together, and that chemistry just went as good, and you have Steve Nash as your coach. Everything has to fall in place. Everything. There has to be chemistry on the court. You have to have a head coach that's going to back up your guys and have a good game plan and actually make adjustments when you're not winning. Everything has to fall in place, and I don't think these GMs are, like, wrapping their head around that. They just think, throw all these superstars on the court together. We have a new head coach. I want one of these, bro, right now. Right. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. There's steps. It's that instant gratification that they – you know, hey, we need to win now. Yeah. And if 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 you can't prove that to us, if you can't prove that to us, next. But yeah, I mean, even with Steve Kerr, Kyle, what you were saying, play their roles. You know that for the Warriors, one of arguably the greatest dynasties of all time. Clay uh, Clay Thompson knew his role. He he's a sharpshooter. They're gonna set picks for him. They're gonna make plays where he is open to to fire away. Draymond. You know, multiple time defensive player of the year. Enforcer. He knows his role. Knows his role. Uh, You know, right. And then Steph Curry, you know, what can't Steph Curry do? Right. (laughs) But but he also knows his role. He's the point guard, but he's the face of that franchise and he's going to go out there and play even bench guys. You know, they had, you know, Livingston and, you know, Iguodala out there, you know, playing well. Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes. Right. Bogut, you know, he was a big piece. Bogut, that David finals. Lee, right. David West. Yep. Like, you got David so many. Lee. I've not heard that name in so yeah. long, dude. David yeah. Lee. It, it's you. these GMs, man. It's like they got to use their brain. They just, they want that instant gratification. Like, all right, new coach, new team. We went from barely making the playoffs. Let's go, baby. We got it in the bag. Bro, Take and it, I man. and I think another thing is these these new GMs, they're, they're coming in and they, I don't think, I think most of these new GMs, they don't really pay attention to basketball. They don't know how to run a team like that. Like, they're rich. They're just coming in here and they're like, hey, 
I'm gonna throw you money to go get whoever. Just make sure you go to the finals. And that's not what it. That's not at all what the steps to winning, bro. You have to have you have to have points. You have to have downs in order to get your ups. Like, but you but then again, but look. That, then again, look at the way. Look at the circumstances they were under when they were fired. Okay, Monty Williams, mm-hmm. bro. You went to the finals two years ago. Now you're not even getting out of the second round. Doc Rivers, are we gonna get to the Eastern Conference Finals ever in Philly? Ever again? <laughs> uh, you know, I, look I, again. I understand the Heat, great year, knocked off Milwaukee. But why is a one seed losing in the first round? Why, you know, why is a one seed as great? I mean, Miami Heat could be the greatest eight seed of all time. But four one, you win one game in the playoffs when you won the most games in the NBA all year. Dog, my stomach was turning. Right, like like the circumstances these guys were let go. I think it's pretty valid. With with the Bucks, I will say, I mean, it's it was kind of a mixture of a lot of things, dude. The Bucks beat the piss out of my Hawks in 2021, and bro, Bobby Portis was playing like Michael Jordan. Chris Middleton was hitting everything. Like Giannis was unstoppable. Dante Divincenzo was just slashing. Yep. Bro, they were doing they were doing it all. So the GM of the Bucks is like, dude. Like, I know what these guys could do. And they have Drew Holiday. The Jeans, like, I know what my and these players can do. And then you lose in five games against the eight seed. Like, what What are you doing? It's like, bro, like, and we have to remember, yo, Budenholzer has had some questionable moments prior to the, the him getting fired in the playoffs. True. Budenholzer has lost to Miami more than times than... What, what was it, three out of four years or something like that? Yeah, bro. Uh-huh. I think they only beat Miami once out of the last four well, years. You know, I mean, it happens in other sports. Some teams have other teams' number. Yeah. And, like, and the Miami Heat have the Bucks' number. Yeah. 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 But again, let, let's let, work, bro. Let, let's look at the statistics, man. Let, you, you go by the numbers. We're a one seed. You're an eight seed. You barely got into the playoffs. The Miami barely got into the playoffs. One playing game. They won a playing game. Yep. Bro. Like they, they played basketball before the playoffs started. Yep. Like, can y'all like do something? The Bucks had time to rest. You have time off. You are watching them. You are sitting in a room watching one of the teams that you are going to face. You're getting the rest. You're not out there. And, you know, credit to Miami, man. Those guys are hustlers down there. But no excuse. I don't like it's, it gets to a point where it's like, yo, like, again, yo, Miami, great job. But like, what are you doing? What's going on in Milwaukee, bro? Like, is some of that Packer juju flitting over to the to the, to the Bucks? Like, right. I'm, I'm bro, play playoff Jimmy, man. Like I've been saying, playoff Jimmy is top three player of all time, dude. Bro. He just he just knows what needs to be done. He's like, listen, I'm on here. All these undrafted role are here. Like, I know what I'm doing out there. I'm dropping 45, and then I got Caleb Martin dropping 20 in a dub. And then Bam's just going to do Bam things. Like, God, yo, I don't Kyle know. Lowry, Kyle Lowry just walking up, pulling pulling threes. Like, I'm just like, yo. I just, I, I just think that Again, bringing up his name, LeBron James had fooled the entire 
NBA world of one man can lead a team to the finals, regardless of who else is on his roster and who's calling the shots. And, yeah. and, and calling the shots, I mean, from top to bottom, right? Like, from yeah. owner to GM to head coach to assistant coach, like, Heavy. LeBron did everything. Heavy, bro. And can't, I can't deny it. I feel like he fooled the NBA world of one guy can do everything when in, in reality, it takes a team. And look, it, it, it's a testament to LeBron. And look, I, and the, you know, I, the, the I, 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 what he likes. Right. I, I, I will admit, you know, I, I am a huge LeBron fan, but I, I think that basketball is a team sport. And, you know, LeBron James just made it look like one guy can do everything. Yeah, when you got LeBron out here calling your own plays, yep. like it just, bro, just leave him alone. Like, yeah. just leave him alone. <laughs>